0: And welcome to another edition of Scott Wheeler's Airplay. This is episode number 27, where we go behind the scenes to meet the radio and TV folks and people who have moved on from TV uh, and learn their stories, what's going on in their lives, a little bit about them behind the scenes. You can uh, catch this on Peoria Life's Facebook page. It's live right now, but you can uh, see future episodes and past episodes as well there. Also Facebook, YouTube, and Peoria TV, Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. I'm Scott Wheeler from Super Hits WIRL, and today my guests both spent many years on television as main anchors for their respective stations and now have made the transition into marketing and public relations at OSF Healthcare. We're talking of course about Amy Paul and Shelley Dankoff, both here today, welcome to AirPlay. Thanks,
1: thanks for having us. (laughs) thanks for having us Scott.
0: So I uh, have played a lot of rock and roll records, and I'm getting old, so my memory is a little off. So walk me <laughs> back to exactly your timetable when Shelley, you were at 25 and 31, and Amy, you were at 31. So yeah. we'll start with you. Give yeah. me the years and the succession. I'm the old lady. In <laughs> <Yeah. show. laughs>
2: so well, and there was a succession. So in 1985, I came to W E E K, mm-hmm. hired as a producer and a nightside reporter. Eventually became an anchor. Yes, that next to Tom (laughs) McIntyre and Mike Dimmick for a number of years. So that was 85 to 90. Mm
0: -hmm. I went
2: through one pregnancy on air and (laughs) two-thirds of the other one, and then we moved to North Carolina for three and a half years. That's right. Because my husband got a job who was also in media doing Mm -hmm. weather down in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. So I just did freelance work down there and did not work full-time, had the second and then a third kid. And in 1993, came back to Channel 31 and then was there all the way through 99. And then anchoring the six, five, six, ten, I don't know, all of the shows over there. <laughs> and in 1997, I wanted to transition off of the late show. And mm-hmm. then we had an opening because Kristen Hartman had mm-hmm. moved on,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and I fought to get this one hired. And I spent <laughs> months going, have you hired her? Have you hired her? So then that was the transition when she came in 1997.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And Amy, where were you then before Peoria? So
1: I think a lot of people know we're both um, Ohio University alum, which has a now great... Now I knew you were. <laughs> I didn't know you yeah, were. Yeah, yeah. We're apart. a decade apart, <laughs> so, as she likes to tell everyone. <laughs> but um, so I went from Ohio University to Parkersburg, West Virginia, which is about 45 minutes away. was there for about two and a half years. Then it was time to start looking for my next career or mm-hmm. my next job. So um, something must have sucked me into Illinois because I had an interview in Georgia, but then it was um, Southern, you know, Carbondale, uh, WHOI here for a morning show, which actually went defunct, but came back. And then WMBD for Kristen Hartman's position, which was the 5 p.m. And then it would be reporting um, before the 5 p.m.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: so when I got here, um, I interviewed probably around August, didn't get the offer till about November, but that's that's broadcast. Yeah. I mean, y- y- you know, they, they take their time. Yeah. So um, during that time, I guess Shelley was fighting for me. It was between me and another person. So I got here uh, basically the day before Thanksgiving, a couple days before Thanksgiving of November 97. Thought I'd be here two years and out. Um, Shelly ended up leaving after my two years, and I took over her uh, two anchor spots, so I was 5, 6, and 10. And then um, sign another three-year agreement, sign another two-year agreement, but with outs, and then got married and uh, decided, I guess, this is where I'm going to live from now on. And so but Welcome it's, it's to been Illinois. Great. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. We are
2: we both on that. Hey, right. we we'll come to TV right. for a little bit of time in Peoria, and this marks... Well, collectively, it's like over 30 Mm. years I've been here now. This
0: happens to many people who work in our (laughs) industry here. (laughs) (laughs) So, Shelley, where are you from?
2: I am from Latrobe, Pennsylvania, so Ah. Western Pennsylvania, which is. Arnold Palmer! And Rolling Rock Beer and the Steelers. So, yay, they won last night. I was super excited about that. Her being a Browns fan, because she's from Cleveland, Yeah. so we yeah we tend to engage in a few right. uh, back and forth, especially the browns are doing better this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I went from Latrobe, Pennsylvania to Ohio University. And then to Rochester, Minnesota on my first job before mm-hmm. coming here.
0: So if you pushed to get Amy here, did, did, did you? how did you know each other? Or did you even we know her? We
2: did not. No. I, uh, at that time, they asked me to review the tapes. You always had to send tapes right. to be hired. And yeah. in, in the broadcast world, you know, uh-huh. you know, either radio or TV, they don't care if you're straight A's. If you can't walk, talk, and chew gum at right. the same time, right. you aren't getting hired. So it had come down to two finalists. And Dwayne Wallace, our news director, and back in those days, it was on three-quarter-inch <laughs> tape. I mean, like this is dating a lot of money saying, yeah. oh, man. through the mail through the snail mail. Went. And he put both of them in and said, you know, give me your opinion. And, and I still can vividly remember the two. And then I saw she was from Ohio University. I went, well, there's no doubt. <laughs> but no, the other girl, and they were like exact opposites. The other one was dark haired. She was from Oklahoma. I can very m- much wow. remember exactly what it was. And there was n- very distinct differences. Uh-huh. And I looked at him. I said, there's no comparison. Why are you even asking me? I think oh, he just well, needed me <laughs> to confirm what he already knew.
0: Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's
2: then that's how we met, was me seeing her mm-hmm. resume tape.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And then you had that... Uh university connection? and the... Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> you know what was fu- so funny? Because she was such a popular anchor, um, they didn't want to, you know, uh, turn over the cart and make people upset. So uh, we really had a very nice promo when I started. It was Shelly with her kids on a playground. And then they kind of brought me in as I'm part of the family. And I'm coming because she wants to be, you know, she's moving from the night to the day. Mm-hmm. She ended up the new news as well with Rusty Dunn. And, and so we made that transition. And for a while, there were five of us on the news desk once you know for a couple segments during mm-hmm. the news yeah. It was Dave Snell her husband Mike McClellan myself Bob and Shelly. Mm. So um, they made it You know, I wasn't this person trying to come up and take her job. It was basically Oh, no, Shelley I, want, made the I, choice. I right. literally
2: for months because Bill Lamb was our general right. manager at mm-hmm. the time Jean Robinson was retiring and there was that transition going on and I would literally go past Bill's office every day. Have you hired Amy yet? Have you hired Amy yet? <laughs> and he just looked at me and I we've told this story before too. At Jean's retirement reception they had at Stephanie Restaurant, the old Stephanie yes, restaurant on North yes. Knoxville. Mm-hmm. And I walk in that night and again I just got to where I would just say it and just keep walking. And I said, Have you hired Amy yet? <laughs> yes. And I literally turned back around. I'm like, Are you messing with me? And he's like, No, because it took Months because there was just all this transition stuff going on. But no, and we were very careful about it because people look at it like, oh, she's coming in and forcing her out. I'm like, no, I wanted her hired months ago because then I, I mean, my kids at the time, Mm -hmm. they were little. They were little. So 97, yeah, Mm -hmm. they would have been whatever, seven, five and one i don't mm-hmm. i can't do the math in my mm-hmm. head and but i was mid-20s yeah. i didn't care
1: about working late nights
0: yeah. i was used yeah. to being up so huh. yeah.
2: yeah but they were in school and stuff so there was there was a big that yeah. was a big deal for me well
0: my perception was it was not uh an antagonistic thing at all i remember oh, no. the transition and yeah, yeah
1: so. i mean you were losing an anchor anyway Kristen hartman moved on right. so you needed someone for one of the shows it mm-hmm. didn't matter which one yeah so
0: so as you look back at your time mm-hmm. behind the anchor desk, what did you really like about that job? Anything? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And it's what
2: I get to do today. It's the yeah. part that I've taken and people say, oh, that we still get, watch you all the time. Right. It will be 20 years next month for me, 20 years. It was November of 1999 that I walked away. And the thing I get to do now is what I enjoyed then, and it was telling the stories. Uh-huh. So you met people, you told their stories, um, and there's still stories that you remember all these years later. And I think that mm-hmm. was the most important thing. And we also, we worked with some really great yeah. people back I in I would the say day. camaraderie
1: yeah. is, I mean, we we have reunions with, we call it old school WMBD, the uh-huh. John Days, the um, yeah. Bob Larson, um, et cetera, Big et cetera, Snell, et cetera all Dave of, Snell. Yeah. And we get together, and the stories even pre-us, are mm-hmm. hilarious. People do not understand what goes on behind the scenes <laughs> and what you were allowed to get away with back then. Yeah. I mean, it, it's not. It
2: was different, and it yeah. was definitely different 20 years ago. Right. It would not be allowed to no. fly nowadays. No. We, no. we know we all would have been in HR, HR every other day. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's just a different tone and a different yeah. temperament right. and stuff. And honestly, I think the two of us watch the news these days, and right. we will be texting each other going, yeah. can you believe <laughs> this? Because... Um, it, we would have been suspended for some of the things that are allowed to happen nowadays, let's put it that
1: way. Uh-huh. You, know, mm-hmm. you couldn't be opinionated. You couldn't right. take sides. You couldn't do any of this yeah. stuff. I think the fact-checking, oh, you know, and yeah. I understand they're under pressure. Social media, be first, be first, be mm-hmm. first, but a lot of the fact-checking is not yeah. happening. But staffs are being chopped as well. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. so uh, your colleague, um, Maggie Vespa, Uh Made national Uh news uh, Mm a few weeks ago for comments from a viewer uh, about her wardrobe, Mm -hmm. which (laughs) brought up the fact that uh, you, I'm sure, uh, when you were anchoring, were under the scrutiny constantly of, of viewers about what you were wearing. Right. Your earring was crooked.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah! Um, don't cut your hair, heaven forbid, hair. or grow it out. And, oh, <laughs> and I used to
0: see because you will remember at WMBD we used to get the call sheet, right? Which was yeah. circulated to all department heads about the all the calls right. that came into the yeah. front desk. Right. What was the most outlandish thing? Oh, somebody, I know
1: mine. S- go for it. You go oh, for yeah.
0: Somebody no, pointed mine. out to you that you were like,
1: Really? Yeah. What yeah. about
0: the story I'm doing? Yeah. <laughs>
1: well, we had consultants and um, and they would, you know, do your make or tell you how to do your makeup and how you would act with your your news anchor. So at the time it was if Bob was sitting there, I would talk and then I would turn to him like I would talk to you as a conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, I have and I, I have a scrapbook and it was a handwritten at least four page. You could tell it was <laughs> an elderly lady claiming that I was flirting with Bob Larson, who's basically my dad's age, um, you know, um, and that I was flirting with him, and that if I was um, Bob's wife, I would be livid, and that my hair at the time, Jennifer Aniston was big, it was friends, and Mm. she had the kind of two-tone hair and and the choppy. And I had that, and she said, and you're trying to be just like Jennifer Aniston, and your hair looks like a skunk. (laughs) So I have that, and I mean, I I love keeping. Luckily, I don't think we got too many bad... Uh, complaints i don't know no. about i mean you probably uh, have a funny one too i have a couple of those mm-hmm. the one was the my first job was up in minnesota uh-huh.
2: well western pennsylvania words are pronounced oh, believe yeah. me totally differently sure. the word wash has an r in it in western yeah. mm-hmm. pennsylvania so you had to break regionalism uh-huh. well i grew up saying realtor no oh, real tour, yeah. like you sell a house is uh-huh. a two-syllable word yeah. right. and i have the perfectly penmanship letter. Because again, back in the day, you had to write a letter, which is kind of impressive. It Mm -hmm. wasn't social media, you can fire it off in an email. You had to take time. Mm -hmm. This woman who was real tour. So I had that very specific. (laughs) I've never mispronounced the word real tour since. (laughs) Um, I had the one when I was at EEK, and it's a holiday. And You know, first of all, it used to drive me nuts that we would have to do every newscast on 4th of July or whatever. Mm -hmm. Because no one watching. Yeah, no (laughs) one's watching. We would just re-rack all the same stories. Um, But this woman calls. She had never seen me anchor before. She's in visiting from out of town calls, and we would leave the set when the weather segment was on. People didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. And we're answering the phones. I don't know who they thought was answering the phones in Peoria, L.I., <laughs> but it was us, especially on a holiday. <laughs> and she just starts going on and on about your news gal, which I love oh, being called yeah. that. <laughs> and the station should give her some money and dress her appropriately. And it was a sweat. The funny thing was the station had, right. new, I had used some of my clothing allowance mm-hmm. for it, because back in the day we actually right. had clothing and allowances. And, mm-hmm. and hair mm-hmm. and and she just went, I just let her go and I let her go and then I informed her the station did buy that for me and you could just hear her sucking her tongue down her throat. Right. I'm like, but I'll pass along your feedback. Goodbye, Clay. But right. I was just like, are you kidding? And then I once had a man call me, a gentleman call and ask what shoes I was wearing for an outfit because his wife had a similar colored dress right. and he wanted to buy the right color shoes for her. I'm like, okay, seriously? So Yeah. Yeah, we would, it wasn't unusual. Yeah. But nobody ever called Bob Long Larson or Tom McIntyre, and said, are you wearing right. the same Navy blue right. <laughs> We used to joke we were going to put Bob in the same Navy blue right. blazer. Every day. Maybe change the tie and see if anybody noticed. Noticed
0: it. Because yeah. they
2: wouldn't have. Yeah. Or they wouldn't have called. Right. No, right. absolutely not.
0: We're talking with Shelly Dankoff and Amy Paul, formerly of WEEK and WMBD-TV. And now, and we'll make the transition here working in the uh, marketing, public <laughs> relations area at OSF Healthcare. And I think you started the I did. the big yeah. shift. I
1: did. And it seemed like it, it snowballed after yes, that.
0: Yes. Uh, the running joke is we've got a conveyor belt going from <laughs> media to OSF uh, Healthcare. So why'd you make the switch? And when was that?
1: It was uh, 2007, the fall. And okay. long, a lot of people might know Chris Lofgren, who was the longtime PR director for OSF St. Right. Francis. One of the reporters came back to the newsroom, she was already um, gone from WMBD and said, Chris Lofgren's retiring. Well, at this point, I was starting to decide, and and I had some interviews out in other states for media or for journalism, Mm -hmm. but then I'd have to drag my husband along and I'd be working weekends or nights again. So I was yeah. starting to look in the PR realm. So I called him right away. I'll try and make this short. Got an interview with Keith Steffen, who was the president at the time. Um, did this all under the radar within about a month or two. And then while I was gone on vacation in December, he offered me the job and I started January of... 08. Oh, so it was about a two or three month process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the station was pretty shocked because I kept it under wraps.
0: You did it. I remember that. Yeah. you did a very good job. Yeah, except <laughs> except somebody
1: at the hairdresser when I was going to get a haircut. It's but, always the uh, hairdresser. It's always, hairdresser. They always know. <laughs> Don't tell them. But um, so then um, they had created a different job called executive director of strategic communication. It was over a lot of things, and and I was working a ton and doing. I'd remember 5:30 in the morning or five when I wasn't used to getting up that early yet, you know, being called for PR for the hospital because of snowstorms and stuff. So I was in more administrative um, a role as well. So mm-hmm. for me to try and um, help out the media with stories was was lacking. Mm-hmm. So I was able to ask Keith to have another position created called Media Relations Specialist. So then in uh, September, I believe mm-hmm. it was, I opened up that job and interviewed a few people, probably people who we've all talked to <laughs> and known. But I mean, Shelly stood out because, and it wasn't because I had worked with her but she loves still working with the media she loves to mentor people um she still loves to do all the auctions and all that and she loves like she's still in the media somewhat Mm -hmm. and she's helping these younger journalists now that are here in peoria and but we're still getting our news out as well fairly but um so it, it was a fit. And then we got to grow the department and now it's, you know, tenfold and, mm-hmm. and lots of others have joined us. And
0: payback for that uh, helpful nudge to get Amy uh, hired at 31. <laughs> yeah, 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 it worked well. It worked well.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's a good transition for
0: both of us, yeah. <laughs> so, Shelly, what do you like about uh, working at OSF versus television? What's different? What...
2: Okay, normal hours number 1. Okay. So I mean it, you had it me was, right, you got me
0: right got me right there. Yeah, there's a
2: normal but but sometimes they're yeah, different. Yeah, we
0: do mm-hmm. work a lot.
2: And Not again, it goes back to I'm still able to tell the stories. I'm just one-sided now. I don't mm-hmm. have to be fair and balanced. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. have my story. We have our own newsroom. So I'm operating newsroom equipment that I'm shooting my own stuff. I'm editing and there's several of us on the team mm-hmm. and so we populate that because we understand the media landscape mm-hmm. has changed. Mm-hmm. Would I love everybody to be coming and doing stories at St. Francis or Children's Hospital of Illinois every day, Mm -hmm. that's not reality, there's not enough bodies. So if we Mm -hmm. wanna get our stories out, we have to help that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we are a more regional and statewide Mm -hmm. healthcare organization now, Mm -hmm. we are not just about Peoria. So to help do that, we you know, share the story on our newsroom. So I still get to do all of those things I was trained to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's the most fun about it. And the people you meet. I mean, it right. is amazing. The people, not only that we work with, but the stories that come mm-hmm. out of the hospital. The patients. I mean, oh, the patient families are... It's phenomenal. The, mm-hmm. the people you will cross right. paths with
1: and uh, and the stories they have to share. Yeah, I mean, we had the first in the world artificial trachea implant into a little girl about, now it's about six years years ago or so. Um, That was first in the world. That took us about a year or more just in logistics. We had a Korean film crew over because she was from South Korea. I mean, the logistics were massive and the media from around the world was massive. Mm -hmm. But, and they thought they were coming to Podunk, Peoria, not knowing that we they had two journalists who were trained Mm -hmm. at St. Francis to Mm -hmm. do this. So um, we've, I mean, we've had, Really good
2: And story. that was kind of fun. And then in a way yeah. that does... We see that, because people will say Peoria, they don't realize the medical community. It's amazing, these journalists will call in from outside and she's right, people don't realize we've been on their side, so we'll kind of let them make a little bit of fools of themselves first. And then we'll kind of go, well, you do realize we have this, that, and the other thing. Mm -hmm. And and you can just hear them go quiet, they're like, Mm -hmm. in Peoria, like yeah, we are a major medical center Mm -hmm. and a destination medical center for children, Mm -hmm. for adults, for for, for neurological and, Mm I think that's the really cool thing. It's the Mm -hmm. bigger story that we're now able to tell everybody. Mm -hmm. And because we have everything here and people are realizing the way of life in central Illinois. It's so much easier to get around and get the same level of care than dealing with a Chicago or an Indianapolis or a St. Louis. And we're getting better about that. Mm -hmm.
0: Do you guys feel a certain amount of pressure these days with the, I'll call it location diversification of Caterpillar um, that, People are throwing eggs into the OSF basket that say, you guys are going to Mm -hmm. economically rescue this area. Do you feel that pressure?
1: Oh, definitely. Um, You know, Shelly actually, so I do the marketing for um, Children's Hospital and OSF Healthcare Neurological, Illinois Neurological Institute and the foundation. So I've gotten out of the PR world more Mm -hmm. and I'm more of the data-driven marketing and growing business. Mm -hmm. But Shelly's really been on the side of the downtown uh, yeah, with the headquarters right building here. that's going on. I
2: think the the beautiful thing, our current CEO, Bob Searing, mm-hmm. he is, um, he doesn't let it be portrayed that there's too many, he's very realistic. And ultimately people have to remember, it's the sister's message too. Mm-hmm. Right. The sisters will say, we are here to care for patients. And at the end of the day, that is what we are here doing. We are providing healthcare. Is it changing through some very innovative mm-hmm. ways and in all the work that's going on at Jump? And are we partnering with outside groups and organizations? Absolutely. But I think they will always give people that reality check. Yes, we want to be here to help boost that economic uh, generator that we need, but we need to do it collaboratively. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We can't, you cannot just look at the sisters and expect them to be the saviors Mm -hmm. um, because we are a not-for-profit healthcare organization Mm -hmm. who's end goal is to make communities healthy. Right. Mm-hmm. And so we're changing some of that strategy. Mm-hmm. So I think mm-hmm. some of the collaboration that is coming out of that work, we are uh, very actively involved in generating that. Mm-hmm. And so I do think that's a huge plus. But mm-hmm. you know, Bob's not afraid to have those conversations with people and say, okay, right. Here's- <laughs> hey,
0: hold on. Yes. <laughs> yes. <Right>. yes. <laughs>
2: and well, and we even restructured, And sometimes we know it gets frustrating because just our time there, when we were just the St. Francis mm-hmm. world, and we would sponsor a variety of things, a right. lot of things. Mm-hmm. And so we had to transition that because we were sponsoring things that benefited our own world. It's like you were taking money out of your own right. and putting it back to yourself. Rob, you need pay Paul. Yeah, that's yeah, that doesn't make sense. So we've kind of changed strategically mm-hmm. how we even sponsor some things. Mm-hmm. And that's been hard for some people yeah. to get
1: used to. Sure. And wow. they have to remember that we are giving, I don't want to say giving away for those who can't pay for their health yeah. care hundreds of millions of dollars um and so when we can't do a sponsorship for maybe a group that's not even health related it's not because we don't want to but we're you know we we have to stay with our mission and Mm. and help those who are in need Mm.
2: And, and the other thing we've done is, uh, as an organization overall, again, it's not just about Peoria. Yes. Does Peoria have the largest level one trauma center? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And are we headquartered here? Yes. But, you know, we have facilities in Galesburg in Bloomington and Pontiac and up in I-80 and now soon to be in Chicago. Right. And then down in Alton. So we really in cover Danville. a lot of the state. And... We want to have a positive impact in all of those communities. Mm-hmm. And so we, cause it all does tie together. Mm-hmm. We want people, no matter where they hit the door of OSF healthcare, whether it's Peoria or, you know, Pontiac, mm-hmm. it's the same level of care with the same expertise and the same assets and resources. And so you have to be, you know, mindful of that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, we're out of time. All right. I know. You I see guys, the zeros already. Shockingly, like we've filled the
2: time. <laughs> you
0: guys owe me some of those stories that you talk about at the WMBD oh. Old School Reunion's oh. Yeah. You you may filter them f- yes. as appropriate <laughs> <Yeah>. for television. <laughs> My guests, Amy Paul and Shelley Dankoff, who you know for years on uh, television in the area, and now over at OSF Healthcare, doing great work Thanks. for the mission of that organization. This has been Scott Wheeler's Airplay. We'll be back next week with Julia Bradley from WMBD Radio. Remember, you can catch this on Peoria Life's Facebook page, YouTube, Peoria TV, Channel 17 on the i3 broadband system. Also available on Apple Podcasts if you're on the go. Until next time, thanks for watching AirPlay. PeoriaLife.com